Hey everyone, welcome to the Soul Talk Podcast. My name is Mary Beth Rim, and as a licensed psychotherapist and coach, I am deeply invested in promoting holistic well-being. This podcast is specifically crafted for those who are determined to live a healthier lifestyle and are ready to invest the necessary time and energy to achieve it. However, please be aware that this podcast does not serve as a substitute for medical care or therapy. The primary objective is to delve into the intricate connections between your mind, body, and spirit and assist you in discovering your true self through enriching conversations that will accompany you and us as we embark on this journey and put in the miles together. I am super excited about uh, today's topic. Today we'll be discussing a topic that is important for everyone. Loving and respecting your body. Our bodies are incredible and they're powerful machines that allow us to experience the world around us. And it's essential that we treat them with kindness and respect. You see, unfortunately, we live in a society that often puts pressure on us to look a certain way, which can lead to feelings of insecurity and low self-esteem. So in this podcast, we'll explore how we can cultivate a positive relationship with our bodies and why it's so important for our physical, mental, and emotional well-being. So whether you're struggling with body images issues, or you just want to learn more about how to take care of your body. I hope that you'll join us for this important conversation because loving and respecting our bodies is such an important topic to discuss for several reasons. First, our bodies are the only ones that we have. We need to take care of them in order to maintain good health and well-being. So when we neglect our bodies, we may be more susceptible to physical and mental health issues, which can really negatively impact your quality of life. Secondly, society often places unrealistic and harmful expectations on our bodies or how our bodies should look and function, leading many people to feel dissatisfied or ashamed of their appearance or abilities. This can result in unhealthy behaviors, such as disordered eating, excess exercising, using harmful substances in an attempt to achieve a certain body shape or size. Also, you know, when we don't love and respect our bodies, we may also experience low self-esteem, lack of confidence, which can affect our relationships, so it can affect our work, and it affects all areas of our lives. Here, finally, loving and respecting our bodies is not only about taking care of our physical health, but it's also about our mental and emotional health. It involves developing a positive relationship with our body, which can help us feel more confident, comfortable, and empowered 
This can lead to a more fulfilling life and a better sense of well-being. So therefore, discussing the importance of loving and respecting our bodies is crucial in promoting healthier attitudes and behaviors towards our bodies and encouraging self-care practices that benefit our overall well-being. So body image and self-love are the really common struggles for that many people face, including, including myself. Um, so like most people, I've struggled with body images issues and self-love at different points in my, in my life. During my teenage years, I went through a period where I felt really insecure about my appearance and I played the comparison game. So I like compared myself, how I looked to everybody else. Um, I'm, I'm short. I'm only like four foot nine. And most of the people and women that I hang out with are well over five feet. Um, some are, you know, five, eight, five, nine, pretty tall. And, you know, I, I, during my life, I had envied that I had always wanted to be tall. I thought, wow, I wonder what it would be like if I was tall and thin and pretty, you know? Um, and you know, my confidence because I was so short and, and I've had a lot of people say things to me about my size, you know, <clears throat> call me different names, you know, short stuff. Um, you know, Oh God, why are you so short? Um, you know, things like that. And, you know, when you hear those things over and over and over again, well, I don't know why I'm so short. You know, this is the way that I am. This is what, <laughs> what I'm made of. This is, you know, who I am. I mean, I don't know why I'm so short. Why are you so tall? My goodness. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, but those types of things really do affect us, you know, and they can develop into a negative, a negative self image and, you know, feelings that you're not good enough. And a lot of times, you know, during, during my life, during certain periods of my life where I felt that I wasn't, wasn't good enough because I wasn't tall enough. I wasn't pretty enough. I wasn't thin enough. I wasn't this, you know, it wasn't this enough. And then finally it's like, you know, it's that acceptance of, well, this is who I am. You should be proud of, of, you know, your height. You should be proud of, you know, who you are. Um, it's not about the looks on the outside. It's really about what you have on the inside. And a lot of people really don't understand that because we really look for things on the outside. That's what we look at. We look at the outside of, of everything. It's like, oh, wow, that, that person is so, so beautiful. Um, and it's really kind of funny because, you know, when, when we're in high school, it's like you envy people who are, who dress, you know, to the hill, to the nines and, and who looks just every, every hair is perfect in place. And, they're tall, they're thin. But then when you look at them 30 years later, 40 years later, you know, at like a reunion or on a Facebook page or something, 
you're like, that's that person that was so gorgeous. See, we change over time. So we have to really look, we have to really be who we are in the moment. And that's that mindfulness. It's being present with ourselves in the moment. And who are you at this moment? Are you, you know, I, obviously I'm never going to, um, I'm never going to be five foot nine, five foot eight. I'm not, I'm not going to grow anymore. My growing years are, are over and you know, and that's okay. That's okay. Everybody's taller than I am, you know, and, and my little almost two-year-old granddaughter's catching up to me. She's about almost half my size, but, um, but that's okay, you know, and you have to be okay with who you are and where you are. You see, these feelings often become, you know, the messages that you receive, you know, from the media and society, you know, they, they play a lot, they place a lot of emphasis on, on appearance, you know, social media and beauty standards, you know, it's like you look at people on social media and now they have filters, you know, so you can kind of filter out the, you know, all the acne or you filter out whatever you want and make yourself look like, I don't know, this beauty queen or whatever. But is that really who you are? You know, if you really think about it, because a lot of times, you know, if you're not living up to the appearances or not living up to those beauty standards, a lot of times you feel like you don't fit into this, this certain mold to be accepted and valued in our, in our life, in our world. So, you know, again, as I grew older, I started to realize that my worth was not determined by my appearance or how closely I could conform to these societal standards because I was never going to do that. I'm not someone that conforms to any kind of societal standards. <laughs> Most people that know me, you know, um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm different in that way. I don't, you know, I don't have an opinion one way or another. Um, you know, I kind of look at everything. I look at the full picture of a situation. I look at the full picture of a person. I look at the full picture of, of the world. And a lot of times we don't do that. We just, we just take these little snapshots of the world, take these little snapshots of people. And then we just sort of go, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's truth. That's, that's exactly what, where I need to be, or that's, you know, what I want to be. What you want to be is you. That's who you want to be. And you need to figure out who you are. So by loving and respecting your body is loving and respecting who you are. You know, because it's, it just, you know, you, you need to treat yourself with, you know, with kindness and you need to treat yourself with compassion. So again, as I began to practice my own self-love by focusing on what my body could do rather than how it looked, um, I started really to appreciate the strength and the resilience of my body and to treat it with kindness and care. 
Um, you know, as, as most of you know, by the title of this particular podcast, Soul Talk, uh, I'm a runner. I go out with a, you know, a lot of different women. Um, and we're all different ages, different sizes, different shapes, different, um, just different, different. But the commonality that we have is the love for running and also the love for accepting each other and cheering each other on and, and just enjoying each other's company. And that's really what life is, is about. It's about really loving and respecting each other. But most importantly, before you can love and respect anybody else, you have to love and respect yourself. You see, it wasn't always easy for me, especially being, you know, four foot nine. Um, and there were times when I struggled with, you know, negative talk and, 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 and comparison, you know, cause I, I remember one time I was actually given a speech, um, I don't remember exactly where it was, but I was giving some a speech and somebody came up to me actually before the speech and they kind of, you know, looked me up and down, looked at my size and they actually boldly said to me, who would listen to you? You're so short. And that kind of really, that kind of really hurt. Um, and so at that point, my, my, my self-confidence kind of went, you <laughs> kind of went down. Right. Um, and, and I started really kind of, uh, I struggled with that, that negative self-talk. I struggled with comparing myself to someone else who was giving a speech, who was again, you know, five, five, you know, thin, beautiful, you know, blonde hair, whatever, you know, perfect or looking perfect at the time. Um, you know, again, there's no, there's no such thing as perfection, you know, and, and I think that's what a lot of people really want or really strive for is they strive for this, you know, looking perfect or being perfect all the time. And we're not ever going to do that. And a lot of times when, you know, people come to me, you know, as a therapist and as a coach, you know, they, they fall apart and they're like, oh, I'm so embarrassed by doing, you know, falling apart because I'm really supposed to always be, be, be together, be put together. And it's just like, no, you're not always going to be together. You know, if you go through really hard times, you need to walk yourself through those hard times. It's okay to have a hard time. It's okay to fall apart. It's okay to cry. It's okay. It's okay where you are right now and where you are right now, maybe you're not okay. And it's just acknowledging it's okay to not be okay. Because a lot of times that's what we, we feel. And, and especially in our bodies, we feel that, oh, we always have to be, you know, when we look in the mirror, we shame ourselves. It's just like, oh my God, we need to always be perfect. But, you know, over time I learned to cultivate a much more positive and loving relationship with, with my body and also with myself which has helped me to feel much more confident and comfortable in my own skin. Because if you don't feel comfortable in your skin, you're going to try to be jumping out of it as, as you know, you're going to be jumping out of it pretty much. Um, so I think it's important to remember that self-love and body acceptance 
it's an ongoing journey. It's, it, you know, again, it's not something that it, there's a destination for, you know, there's going to be ups and downs along the way. And that's okay. And when you're down, acknowledge that it's okay to be down. Because I always say what, what goes up comes down, what goes down goes back up. But by practicing self-care and focusing on our strengths and abilities, we can learn to love and appreciate ourselves just as we are. So, you know, understanding the importance of self-love and, and body positivity a lot of times what we do, and especially women, women do this quite often, is body shaming. And, you know, body shaming is, is the act of criticizing or mocking someone else's appearance. Just like what um, happened to me uh, many years ago when I was, before I was going to give a speech saying, who would listen to you because you're so short? Um, you know, often in a way that makes makes the person feel ashamed and embarrassed of who they are. You know, this can obviously lead to negative impacts on both the person being shamed and on society as a whole. Um, body shaming can be incredibly harmful to an individual's self-esteem and mental health. Incredibly harmful. It leads to feelings of shame on themselves, anxiety, depression, and it contributes to the development of eating disorders or on other unhealthy behaviors. Um, I used to work with, you know, women who, you know, and again, it's that, that whole perfection, you know, I've worked with, with women that have had eating disorders. Actually, I've worked with men as well who have had eating disorders. You never would really think that men suffer from shaming themselves, their bodies, you know, because a lot of times, again, as society, they see other men out there, you know, bulked up or, you know, these tight abs or whatever. And, you know, and men also struggle with shame, but they struggle with it in a different way than, than women. Men will hold it in. Men won't tell you that, that they're feeling this way. They'll just do the act of whatever they do. And for that, that can become very, actually very deadly um, if they don't change those unhealthy behaviors around. Um, and a lot of the, the shaming leads to not only the self, negative self-image, but also feelings of unworthiness. Body shaming contributes to a cultural intolerance and discrimination of who we are. You know, it perpetuates the idea that there is only one correct way to look or be, and that those who don't fit into this ideal, they're somehow less deserving of respect and kindness, like being short or obese. Um, I know a lot of uh, women who um, are well overweight and have gone into uh, job interviews and have not gotten it because they didn't fit, uh, the, you know, the, the mold of what the company was looking for, whether it was, you know, tall, thin, you know, beautiful, perfect. Um, but 
what companies don't realize is that when you hire that tall, beautiful, perfect person, are they going to do a good job? Are they going to represent you the way that you really need to be represented? Or is it, is it, is this just a sex symbol? That's a whole different uh, conversation. Um, as you know, even men, women and men, um, being used as sex symbols. So that's a whole different conversation. So today we're going to really work on or, or uh, talk about respecting ourselves. And that is respecting yourself, respecting yourself in terms of, uh, do I want to even work in a place like this that, you know, only looks at my body and doesn't look at all, every other aspect of me and who I am. And so this type of behavior This type of behavior leads to bullying and harassment and other forms of mistreatment towards towards people who don't fit into the societal beauty standards. So media, social media, they absolutely play a very significant role in shaping societal beauty standards. And unfortunately... Much of the media portrays portrayals of beauty are very unrealistic and unattainable for most people. I mean, if you actually saw, believe it or not, if you actually saw somebody that was starring in a movie that, you know, that looked, that was like a beauty queen, and you actually saw them in person with no makeup, um, wearing ordinary clothes, you wouldn't recognize them. And would you be friends with them? Would you reach out to them? I don't know. Would you? I mean, that's kind of really, you know, what we're talking about here is that being respectful of yourself, being who you are, you know, and, and again, you know, the, all the, this unrealistic and unobtainable stuff leads to feelings of inadequacy, self-doubt about yourself. And that's when we get into the comparison game. That's when we can compare ourselves and we idolize these images of what we think that we need to be and we fall short. We fall short. And what happens when we fall short? We have negative feelings about ourselves and about our bodies and it affects affects us physically and it affects us emotionally and it affects us spiritually. So the promotion of unrealistic beauty standards, they can have really big negative impacts on body image and self-esteem. So particularly among women and girls, because studies have shown that exposure to media images that promote a thin ideal can lead to body dissatisfaction, low self-esteem, and disordered eating behaviors. And that, and also, uh, believe it or not, can also lead to suicidal ideation and, and um, wanting, you know, wanting to, wanting to die. So overall, the negative impacts of body shaming and unrealistic beauty standards are significant. And it's important to recognize the harm that it causes. So by promoting acceptance... And by encouraging healthy attitudes towards bodies, we can work towards a society where everyone feels valued 
respected, regardless of their appearance. Which what I love about running is that when I'm out there, say, you know, if I'm out there doing a race, a half marathon or 5K um, <clears throat> marathon or whatever, what I see are, are, are people, women and men, out there, all different shapes, sizes, cultures, colors, you, you name it, out there, just having fun and just not, not just respecting who they are. You know, I mean, it, there have been people going, well, you, you know, you don't have a runner's body. You can't be a runner. There's no such thing as a runner's body. There's no such thing as any kind of body. The only thing that there is, is that is, this is your body and you're out there running a half marathon. You're out there running a marathon, 5k, 10k, whatever, whatever distance that you're running. You're out there respecting who you are and loving what you're doing. So body image issues have significant effects on your mental health. And there's a lot of statistics widespread that impact this issue. Um, I'm not going to actually get into all of them. Just a few, I'll just touch on a few, um, a survey by the uh, American Psychological Association, APA, found that 86% of women are unhappy with their bodies. In the same survey, more than half of the women, 54%, said they feel pressure to be a certain weight, and 45% reported engaging in unhealthy behaviors to control their weight. Here's another study. Body image issues are linked to mental health issues such as depression and anxiety. A study published in the Internal Journal, International Journal of Eating Disorders found that 68% of individuals with eating disorders also had a mood disorder such as depression or anxiety. And that same study found that individuals with eating disorders were more likely to attempt suicide compared to those without an eating disorder. So these statistics demonstrate that body image issues are widespread problem and they can have a significant impact and effect on your mental health. So by promoting healthy attitudes towards bodies and, and also emphasizing the importance of self-care and self-love, we can work towards creating a more positive and accepting society. You know, because when I'm out there, you know, again, I go back to, to uh, the running community. When I go out there and run, we're all the same. No matter if you're 350 pounds or, or you're 90 pounds, we're all the same out there. You know, the goal is, is to have fun, get some exercise. We're doing a, a, a very healthy activity. And, and the friendships and, and the people that you meet are absolutely amazing. So having a positive relationship with your body is crucial. It's crucial for several reasons. First, when you have a positive relationship with your body, you're more likely to take care of it. This means you're going to eat better, you're going to get enough sleep, you're going to exercise regularly, and you're going to engage in other healthy habits that promote 
physical, mental, and emotional well-being. Also, it's going to improve your relationships with others. But most of all, it'll improve your relationship with yourself. So by taking care of your body, you are more likely to feel healthy, energized, and confident. So having a positive relationship with your body also can lead to improved mental health. So when you appreciate and accept your body and also accept who you are, you are less likely to experience negative feelings such as shame, self-criticism, anxiety. This can lead to improved self-esteem and more positive outlook on life and also a greater sense of overall well-being. You know, when people say negative things about your body, about who you are, um, it's really not about you. They're projecting what they don't like about themselves. And, you know, it's like, you know, it's like the woman who told me who would, who would listen to you because you're so short. To be honest with you, she was maybe, maybe a few inches taller than me. Not much. She was not, she was not that, she was certainly not 5'5". Five five. She was certainly not 5'8". Um, if she was, you know, she must have been maybe five foot, maybe five one. But she wasn't that much taller than me. But obviously she was having issues with herself and projecting whatever she was feeling about herself, whether she didn't feel confident giving a speech or whatever it was. But it, was, it wasn't about me at all. It wasn't about my size. And I had to realize that. And a lot of times I, I really did not. I did not realize that at all. It took me a long time to, to figure that out. Because, you know, in the, my first initial shock, I was hurt and I was in pain and um, you know, and again, it's just like, oh God, why do you have to be so short? Can't, you know, you know, why, is there any way that I could just stretch myself to, you know, to get myself to be taller, whatever it was? It's just, no, <laughs> no, you have to accept who you are and love yourself. Also, a positive relationship with your body can help you cultivate a healthier relationship with, with food and with exercise. And when you see food as fuel and exercise as a way to take care of your body rather than a means of punishment or control, you're more likely to develop healthy relationships with both food and exercise. It's, it's very important um, for both. So also having a positive relationship with your body leads to a greater self-confidence and empowerment. So when you appreciate and accept your body and who you are, you're more likely to feel confident in yourself and your abilities and to feel empowered to pursue your goals and your dreams. So having a positive relationship with your body is crucial, crucial for promoting physical, mental, and emotional well-being, as well as self-confidence and empowerment. So practicing self-care, self-love, and acceptance you can cultivate a healthier and more positive relationship with your body. Here's a, here's some tips, uh, that I have some actionable tips that I'm going to give you that can help you develop a positive, uh, body image. So here's, here's a few of them. Focus on, on what your body can do rather than how it looks. And again, I always tell people when you're starting an exercise program, 
you know, first and foremost, you want to make sure that um, your your physical health is is good to do it. And and I always tell people start out very very slow. Um, so instead of focusing on your appearance and related goals such as losing weight or changing your body shape or focusing on setting goals that relate to what your body body can do, such as, you know, such as running a certain distance or lifting a, a certain weight. Um, but again, start out slow. You don't want to lift, you know, a hundred pounds the first time because guaranteed that you're going to be sore and you're going to be hurting. And it's like, I'm not going to be doing that for a while or running out and, and, and running, you know, uh, three miles at a record pace. You're going to be sore. You're going to be out of breath. You're it's, you want to take it slow. What, where you are, where are you right now? Also practice gratitude for your body. Take time each day to reflect on the things your body allows you to do. You know, um, every morning when I get out of bed and I go for a walk, I am, I always, the first thing I do when I, my feet hit the floor, I'm so grateful that I can get up, tie my shoes and head out the door for a run because it is so invigorating to do that. So you want to reflect and be grateful for what your body allows you to do, whether it's walking, seeing, breathing, just appreciating your body for what it does for you, you know, and it can help you develop that more positive relationship with it. Uh, Practicing self-care. Self-care is very important. Um, Practicing self-care can help you develop a more positive relationship with your body. Self-care includes resting. <laughs> it, it includes resting, um, eating a healthy meal, uh, engaging in regular exercise. It's that consistency of whatever you do. I like to change things up. I run probably three or four times a week. Um, then I, I ride my, my Peloton bike. I do yoga um, stretching exercises, hit training, cardio. So I kind of change it up. Um, I don't do the same things all the time. Um, and trying to, um, fit in some swimming as well. So whatever it is that your body can do, you want to practice that, practice that self-care. Also changing, challenging and changing the, the negative self-talk, um, can be a major barrier to developing, you know, negative self-talk is such a barrier, uh, to developing a, a positive body image. Cause if you get up and you look in the mirror and you go, Oh God, look at me. You know, I must have gained like three pounds from, you know, last night's cake or whatever. You don't want to do that. You know, you, you, you do not, you want to look in the mirror and again, be grateful for the body that you have. Be grateful for where you are in the moment. Um, and you want to challenge that negative self-talk is because again, everybody's different and you are you and you have to appreciate you. So again, by focusing on self-love, acceptance, gratitude, you can cultivate a 
healthier and more positive relationship with your body. Um, so, you know, and again, some mental health, um, you know, exercises, you know, can include, you know, exercise actually reduces um, depression and anxiety and improves your mood and it reduces stress. I always tell people that um, running actually is the best and cheapest anti-anxiety and antidepressant on the market. And the side effects are feeling really good, um, boost your self-confidence and it also increases your energy levels. And it also helps with your physical side of it as well. Um, it can lower your blood pressure. <clears throat> um, it, it, it can help you lose weight. Um, so, you know, again, but having a, a good self image is very important. And that right there in itself um, reduces anxiety and reduces depression. Um, because, you know, shame is no longer, it's like, yeah, I'm done with shame. You're not going to get me anymore. So, but, um, you know, it's, it's so important um, also to remember that we, we're all unique individuals with our own strengths and weaknesses. And comparing ourselves to others can be a recipe for disappointment and self-doubt. So rather focusing on what we perceive as our shortcomings, it's important to embrace our unique qualities and celebrate the things that make us who we are. Celebrate that. I finally had to celebrate being four foot nine. <laughs> I just had to. Um, that wasn't easy, but I did it. Um, so again, so to anybody that's listening out there, I encourage you to avoid comparing yourself to others and instead focus on your own journey. Remember that everyone has their own path. We all have our own challenges to overcome and that's okay. And, and we all make mistakes. We all have experiences and setbacks along the way. It's okay. Embrace your unique qualities. Celebrate those successes and be kind to yourself as you work towards your goals. So by accepting and celebrating our differences, we can create a more inclusive and accepting society where everyone feels valued and respected. So let's all try to make an effort to embrace our own unique qualities and support others as well in doing the same. But together we can build a more positive and accepting world and we can just basically throw out the shame, throw out the negativity, um, just throw it all out. So as, as we come to a close on, on this, this show, on this particular podcast, here are some key points from, from this episode. Um, loving and respecting your body is important for your physical, mental, and emotional well-being. Negative self-talk and body shaming can be harmful, and it leads to a negative self-image and self-dot. So it's important to focus on what your body can do rather than how it looks. Because once you start to do that, 
you're going to really appreciate who you are better. Also, some self-care practices, exercise, eating well, getting sleep. Sleep is, is extremely important. If we don't get enough sleep, we're, we're, we're grouchy, we're depressed, we're stressed, we're hurried, we're, uh, you know, we're, we're doubtful, we're, we're just... We're just not in a good place when we don't get sleep. So sleep is very, very important. And again, everybody's sleep pattern is different, but you want to, whatever works for you. Also, all of this promotes overall well-being and reduces stress and anxiety and depression. So I do encourage you also to, um, you know, practice self-compassion, practice gratitude because that can shift your focus away from the negative self-talk. And it also moves you towards more positive thoughts and feelings. So remember developing a positive relationship with your body. Again, it's an ongoing process. It requires patience and it requires practice. So again, focus on self-love, acceptance, and gratitude. And you can, can cultivate a healthier, more positive relationship with, with your body. So again, um, remember the journey towards self-love and body positivity is ongoing. And it's important to be patient and kind to yourself along the way. So by focusing on self-care, self-compassion, gratitude, you can cultivate the healthier, more positive relationship with your body over time. And that's really what you want to do and where you want to be. And, um, you know, remember that everyone's journey to better health and wellness is unique. And it's important to find strategies and practices that work for you. So by prioritizing self-care, staying active, getting enough sleep, connecting with others, and it, when you connect with others, you want to connect with people who are on your side and who are positive. Um, eating balanced diet, managing your stress, you can take control of your own health and well-being and achieve a better quality of life. So again, thank you for tuning into the Soul Talk podcast. I trust that this episode has provided you with invaluable insights and strategies for enhancing your health and well-being. To keep the conversation going, let's connect on social media. You can find me on Instagram under LCSW Runner. Also, I have a group on Facebook called High Impact Series, and I also believe High Impact Wellness. So please stay tuned for the forthcoming episodes where we will delve deeper into a range of wellness-related topics. Remember, prioritizing your wellness is an ongoing journey, not a destination. By consistently putting in the effort and practicing self-care, you can achieve optimal well-being and live your best life. So let's embark on this journey together and put in the miles.